War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Vanguard on an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Vanguard magnitude. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to this channel, guys. Somebody stop him. <laughs> Mark just chugged a can of game fuel in like 10 seconds. Yeah. I think he needed it, though. I don't think so. I have high expectations for the rest of the show. <laughs> I think we might need to get him to drink some beer just to balance him out a little bit. Uh, anyway, welcome to episode 94 of Channel Massive. Uh, the date is June 25th, 2009. The year of... Um, our Lord. Our Lord. It is by will alone that I set my mighty uh, motion. It is by will alone that I set my oh mighty motion. God. It's by the juice of Safu that the uh, square Anyway, we're going to be talking about uh, lots, lots of, of stuff. stuff. Well, I guess we should introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. The hyperactive guy is Mark. Hello. And we're also with Noah. Joined by Void Noah. Of with description. Noah. Void of description. Void of description. <laughs> Which, you know, I, I think at this point, you know... It's not a bad thing. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Con- considering how Mark is right now, Jason or uh, Noah is revolutionizing the neckbeard look one day at a time. I have to say, bravely facing a world like not it. yet ready for his style. Yes, <laughs> we'll be talking about what we're playing. We've got a number of tweets and an email. Tweet, tweet. We've got. So much, Twig, we're going to selectively pluck the most delicious morsels for you. And then we have a terrific... We're going to pluck them from the tree of Twig. Yes. yes. From the tree of woe. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a lot of woeful news this week. Yeah, but, and that uh, ties into our Blogosteria, I believe. Yeah, it does. At the end. It does. Blogosteria. Mark cannot wait to start, so let's Man, get rolling. Mark's like totally juiced, dude. You better start now before it's too late. Oh, yeah. The crash is coming. I Listeners know, trying to figure so out good. at what time signature he'll stop talking. <laughs> Tito, get me some tissue. Jermaine, stop teasing. Jason, what have you been playing? I have been playing. Well, I played a little bit of Free Realms. Uh, not much. But I think I might actually be getting a hang of the tower defense. Oh my god, no. Games in Free Realms. So yeah, it's kind of scary. I'm actually tackling the, the hard uh, level. Uh, cool. So I'm looking forward to, to seeing how far I can get with that. See if my skills have, uh, have come 
a long way. Kung fu skills? Yes. My, karate skills? Yeah. Nunchuck skills. <laughs> nunchuck skills? Um, Moonwalking what skills? What else have I been doing? Oh, Grand Theft Auto 4. Uh, Nico Bellic and Liberty City has me in its clutches. And uh, it's it's just, it's a fun game. It's really, it is a masterpiece of a game. I mean, I, I don't think, you know, that's a stretch to say. It's just overall, the characters are really interesting. You have this guy who who almost acts exactly like the boom headshot FPS Doug guy. <laughs> I love you FPS know that dude. Doug, yeah. Boom! Headshot! Yeah, yeah, he totally acts like him. It's so funny. Um, I can dance all day. I can dance all yeah, day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it it's just a riot how this guy is. Um, Brucey is his name, and he's just totally amped But like up. a Euro trash version? No, of- no. No, he's American. For our European listeners, I am not in... I'm not trying to insinuate that all Europeans are trash. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's really fun. You know, I find myself just doing different things every time I, I play the game. It's it's just been a blast. Um, I tried to, well, my wife uh, bought me UFC Undisputed 2009. Oh, Xbox 360. another one. So, <laughs> but I haven't had an opportunity. I, I, I fired it up and played through like half the tutorial I think and that's all I got through so I I can't really say what I think about it because I honestly have no idea what's going on even right now (laughs) cool Um, and yeah that's been about it of course I log in a couple hours of rock band a week just to you know just keep your mad skills just keep my mad skills sharp yeah but yeah that's pretty much it for me how about you Noah I played a couple rhythm games, Summit Amigo and Battle of the Bands on Wii. They're good. I also got Tiger Woods PGA Tour 10 for Wii, which comes with the Motion Plus peripheral. Do you think you'll be able to kick Tiger Woods' ass like uh, Jimmy Fallon did today? (laughs) Probably not, but the game is a lot of fun. and I brought it down to the Springs for my parents to play because my dad didn't think that he would like a game about golf, but we ended up playing two courses worth, and that was really fun. Hmm. The disc golf, it's so accurate with model with figuring out where your wrist position is and how you're pivoting and everything. And that's with the Motion Plus. Yeah. Correct. Motion Plus. That he thought that was too hard, which Game I thought mark. was funny as well. Hmm. And then I had a bunch of gaming last night. The Conduit came out this week on uh, Wii, yes. which is a really... It's a really good first-person shooter as far as the Wii is concerned. Really great graphics. Comparable of course not at the same level as 360 and PS3 but comparable finally graphics hmm. and really so fun they're finally to play. To, they're finally able to push the envelope a little bit on that machine yeah well high voltage software is at least they are one of the few developers really doing some very crisp detailed work and it's it's actually I've never played an FPS before using the Wii remote uh IR infrared pointers stuff and it's actually really cool i had no problems getting used to using the reticule to turn my head up and down by pushing it to the edges of the screen it was a lot of fun i'm looking forward to shooting my nintendo staff members and friends from the nintendo forums on our game night we have a game night coming up on saturday staff reader game night and it does have it's supposed to have pretty decent multiplayer yeah it is it's turned out to be pretty good there's occasionally glitchy matches but otherwise everybody's really happy and the game is very very customizable in terms of the controls you can map anything to anything and everything from sensitivity to which button does what or if it's a yank of the remote it all works really well Hmm. and i geez i played a bunch of stuff last night but i can't remember i know the conduit was one of it and then some of those rhythm games but all in all it's really nice to be playing video games again 
Yay, as opposed to writing about them. Yes, definitely. Awesome. That's always a good thing. Mm-hmm. How about you, Mark? Are you finally calmed down enough to tell us what you've been doing for the past week? Yes. Good. My resting heartbeat is now only 190 beats per second. Um, so, uh, let's see. So my wife and children went out of town on Friday uh, dude, night and Saturday night. Uh, wait a minute. I don't think we were aware of this. No. How, how come we weren't invited to for some kind I, of huge I par- party? I had this plan to like get together and for well, I didn't find out until like Thursday that this was happening. But then I thought, oh, maybe I'll get the guys together if they want to. And then I thought, I'll just enjoy my house quiet, like it's never been for a long time, <laughs> <laughs> with only me in it. And uh, well, that's okay, because I, I can totally relate to yeah. that. But still, you should have called us, uh, man. I was gonna, but it just kept. I kept going. Oh wow, this is pretty cool. So I um I spent my time doing some some chores and uh, yeah, right. And I played City of Heroes quite a bit. So you're like totally into the the City of Heroes thing again? Yeah, kind of had a flashback and started a level one character and and um, smelted her. Smelted my my old Death Angel character got smelted, and uh, at level st- two started at level one. <laughs> played and no, played it's like always at level twenty. He like play him up to level twenty and then determine no oh, fuck it. That's when the Logan's Run crystal starts flashing. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I played the hell out of that game. Just had a blast. Um, got into this pickup group I was in for like six hours, which. We were all, you know, getting up there in the levels by the end of it, and we're like, "Well, we'll form a super group." So we formed a, our own super group and vowed to meet up. And I haven't logged in since. But are you the did you guys play any architect missions? Yeah, we played. We played a combination of like regular missions and architect missions, but we were always being very careful with the uh, difficulty. So it was always really challenging and felt like a task force kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And we just there was like a core of about five of us that stuck together. And then three, we would, you know, we would just kind of cycle people in and out as they failed on us or whatever. Um, <laughs> Boot but them so out it of ended up being a really, squadron. a really strong pug, you know, and we, we just played and played and had a blast. Everybody was really cool and knew what they were, everybody had been playing for years, you know, they, and a lot of them, I think. So you were playing on the hero side? Yeah. Two of them had come back, like, kind of like me, hadn't mm-hmm. played in a long time and were just. It was just like this weird combination where we were all checking it out at the same time. It was fun, fun, fun. Very fulfilling. Um, you know, especially because my other activity lately has been playing the Champions beta. It was kind of a good... It was kind of neat to see a really mature... Good reference point. You know, a, a game that's been around for a long time and has just a lot of stuff going on in it, you know. So, I, I found that to be enjoyable. Cool. Played some more Street Fighter Four on my Xbox. Yeah, I played that too. I played. I, I, did you? Who, who's your favorite character? Oh, mine's Rufus. I tried Rufus, and I saw why you liked him. Yeah, he's pretty fun to play as. Yeah, a lot of different moves that that are. I don't know. Different. Yeah, and he's really disgusting as well. I, well, of course. <laughs> um. Oh, and then, well, back to my thing. So then I I went and. Finally, I, I cashed in my birthday present that, that Noah got me. So I went to the bargain bin, and I got Bioshock, Fallout 3, and Fusion Frenzy 2, and threw, <laughs> it, on the, threw it on the card that Noah gave me and, and got a two for, two, or buy two, get one free. Oh, yeah, that's right. So my net expense was $20 for, wow. uh, like, 
That's $150 worth of, or whatever, you know, they're worth. Yeah. So I was pretty happy. So That is a score. So I did that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, you know, nothing too exciting. Awesome. Didn't didn't have a, didn't in, get into a Warhammer at all. I have to get, we have to reestablish the Monday night thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's been about a month and a half. Yeah, we need to either, either, we either need to... Con- Boot up we, or kick out. Yeah, we either need to... Like uninstall and put Conan on and see if that's good or not. Thinking about it, or we need to um, get back and get get up to level forty. So, we'll have to. We'll have yeah, to. we were uh, really burning up to that. We were. We were talking about how we'd actually reach end game and yeah, and we just kind of then we jinxed it when we said faded that. Yep. away. That was about the turning point right there. Yep. Yep. We'll be level forty in no time. Oh, we're still here. We're still here. <laughs> uh, Yep, that's pretty much my week in gaming. Awesome. It sounds like we all had a pretty productive week. Yeah. As far as our gaming goes. Indeed. Which means unproductive in other ways. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which is good. Cool. Let's get on to a little bit of the tweets and the email that we got this week. And now it's time for... Let's get into some of the email and tweets that we got this week. I had a slightly interesting tweet exchange with uh, Ian Cummings, who is a lead designer for Madden 2010. Uh, I saw... Well, he, he, he just posted this random tweet. I follow him. And he said, Prototype has seven achievements tagged as secret. Note to design team, that's too many. And I was like, hmm, okay, that's kind of interesting. Because I, you know, I, I've noticed a lot of Xbox 360 games have lots of either secrets. lots of secrets or some of them hardly have any at all. Yeah. Uh, and some of the, you know, it's like, and it's not like anything like you can't just go out to the internet and find out what they are anyway. Yeah. I mean, seriously, like the second the damn game comes out, you know, all that information is pretty much up. Yep. To view. So I asked him, I said, you know, how many secret achievements would you say is a good number to go with from a design standpoint? And he said, and he replied back, he said, one to three max, in my opinion. But like, not his humble opinion, I noticed. Of course, <laughs> it's coming from IMO. a uh, football yeah. game designer. In my godlike opinion. <laughs> and, you know, so it just got me wondering, and I, I kind of just want to throw this out there to all of our listeners. Um, do you find secret achievements annoying enough to where you would rather just see them eliminated completely? I think it's only for people who are OCD. That's like, how do I unlock that last? Right, right. Yeah, see, and I was thinking the same thing, too. I but like, like you said, if they want to know, they can just get on the internet. So maybe exactly. it's and just pointless to and begin I, with. And I've done that. I'm like, well, what are, what are these secret achievements about? And what do I have to do to yeah, you the, know, complete them? The secret achievements in, like... Um, Rock Band, I remember you were after Even those. in City of Heroes, remember the Isolator badge was a secret oh, achievement? Oh, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody knows everybody about them. Yeah, everybody knew about them. It yeah. was just, you just had to go on the net to find out. So I, I don't know. I mean, it's really not that big of a, a deal to me since I know that there's this thing called the Internet, and the second the game comes out, all that information is pretty much out there already. It's kind of like how the, the, the guys that did Warhammer so so naively thought that there would be there would be like achievements and quests that people wouldn't know about in right. the world. 
It's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, and yeah, in, every in, MMO developer does have in that. About like, seven since, days. <laughs> we've like we've totally stumped them. They'll never figure this one out. Yeah. And sure enough, within a week, hours somebody later. figures it out. Or like in um, Astron's call with the Wick. The, the the formulas for the spells and then people made right. their own calculator. Yeah, yeah. The guys were actually able to figure out the the mathematical formula yeah. by which the spells were learned and right. sure enough it was all out there. I think he's about right on, like one to three's cool, but any more than that it's like meh. I, I don't you know what honestly and the thing with me is at, at this stage of the game with the way the internet works and how that information is out there like the second the game comes out anyway. Yeah. I don't understand the point of the secret achievements to yeah. begin with, because th- that information's already out there. Um, I had a funny tweet back from Scorpeak, uh, who dared me to cut down the Carnies and the Amish. Uh, he says, are you going to give a shout-out to the Carnies in the podcast? It's like making from the Amish on TV. They'll never know. Um, and if you've been following me on Twitter, you'll know that I've been under siege by by a carnival that's moved in across the street oh, yeah, from my yeah, house. That's right. <laughs> that's true. Uh, <laughs> seriously, it's been about two weeks now. I don't know why they're still there, uh, but it, it, it's so annoying. I mean, because it's like right, it's right across the fucking street from it my is, house. It is. I, I drove it's by insane. and I, I saw it and I thought, oh, this how are is they allowed fun. to be there? Can you call I, the I police don't know. on them? I don't know. Well, obviously, they they obviously have some kind of per- permit. Is there a carnival nearby? Well, yeah, dude, it's like right there across the street from There's my no house. There's for a carnival in front of your house. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's, well, it's, it's not in front of my across, house. It's across the it, You know where his the backyard is, and then there's the road? There's like yeah. this, yeah. across... The, they're right across the, the street from there. Oh. So it probably just... All the noise probably just bounces. Yeah. And, oh, it totally does, and the light and everything. At least your son's the, bedroom's about stuff. as far away as Yeah, that's be. true. That's that's the only positive thing. But it, it, it keeps us awake at night. Luckily, I found, I, I've tried everything. I thought, okay, maybe I'll go over there with a piece of offering of bush, beer, and soap, or something <laughs> like that. What are you implying? Uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing. Uh, but I, I have figured out their weakness, and for the past three nights, it's been raining, and mm. the carnival shuts down very early when it rains, like it's been doing. So I'm, oh. I'm so every every night for the past three nights, I've been offering up virgin sacrifices to the rain gods <laughs> to I, continue I, I the noticed, streak of rain. I noticed you were in your strange aircraft with the cloud seating paraphernalia. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's... that's the story with that. So we should insult the carnies. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just did oh, with job. my soap well, and well bush done. beer comment. We actually have another real email. We do. I'd week. like to thank Eric, who also posts over at the Nintendo Joe forums. Thank you so much for being Cross a member over. of that community. And when I said, hey, we're recording tonight, <laughs> you're like, hey, I'm going to write an email. So that's awesome. We are definitely including your email in this episode. And this is what he has to say. To you guys with the voices... Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I've recently been playing the Ion. Yes, and I was just about to say that too. We've been I've been mispronouncing that MMO name for, for a while now. I thought it's it was Aeon. Aeon. It's called Beta. <laughs> Not Beta. <laughs> oh my gosh, I watched some video over <laughs> GameSpot where there's some British guy talking through the Beta. Uncharted Two Beta. 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 I'm like, you British people have gotta be kidding me. So does that mean it's Theta and all the other Theta. Greek, Theta. Greek letters? Yeah. Gamma? Anyway. Gamma? Alpha? But we digress. <laughs> alpha? All right. I like Alpha. I've recently been playing... <laughs> I've recently... <laughs> Beta. Silence. 
<laughs> I've recently been playing the Ion Beta, and damn it if it isn't fun. I think my MMO snobbery is finally wearing off. The game looks great, plays like your standard MMO, and has enough crafting, lore, and PvP to keep a person set for quite a while. Yes, yes, they have their go-to innovation spin terms like PvPVE, and their promise that flying around will change the shape of MMOs forever. (gasps) I'm purposefully not giving a shit about that. I'm loving it. It's just like any other MMO, and holy shit, that's refreshing. (laughs) I guess I'd convince myself that only the weirdest, most obscure MMOs were the way to go to find something original. My last miss was the Chronicles of Spellborn. Great art design, interesting story that focuses around PvP, but the game was released without any of the infrastructure to actually reward you for PvP. Also, traditional healing was out of the window in favor of a jack-of-all-trades sort of self-sufficiency. I won't go into too much detail, but frankly, being a world that follows the basic rules has been just plain fun. So what do you guys think? Sincerely, a massive member hit. P.S. All that said, I don't mind giving games a second chance, so Noah, when you're up and running, let's bust some heads in Conan. Yeah. Well, uh, here here's what I just gathered from that. So basically, you're telling us that it's like World of Warcraft, right? <laughs> With I'm wings. Just kidding. You know, well, it's just funny because his comment that uh, a world that allows that just follows the basic rules of MMO design has just been plain fun, and that's all World of Warcraft does. Um. Personally, I'm I'm like I've put myself on a MMO hiatus for a while. I'm not going to play an MMO it. diet, if you will. You're playing Free Realms. Yeah, but see, the thing is, is I don't even count that as an MMO. That's yeah, because you're well, under its spell. Like you're playing it, ever. Well, it's really you're not. You're playing EverQuest One. <laughs> and, and honestly, I haven't been logging in a lot of times in Free Realms. Yeah. At well, not when you've got lately. GTA Four to play. You're it's st- true. You're playing Star Wars Galaxy and GE mm, as, no. as a table dancer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your private dancer. Dancer for money. Um, but I digress. I I just I I'm honestly some of these new MMOs that are coming out just don't appeal to me. I I can I can honestly tell you that Champions Online doesn't even you know get me all excited all that much. I just really I don't know when I'm going to come back to an MMO hardcore. Eh, it might be that one. Star Trek? Maybe. Yeah. It, it might be one of those two. I don't know. It's just right now... No one s- could have predicted Some of these new MMOs that are realms. coming out just doesn't... <laughs> well, and like I said, even Free Realms has kind of lost my attention. It's just not... And, and I don't really consider that like a hardcore, true MMO, because it's more just mini-games all strung together <laughs> in the guise of an MMO. So, I don't know. It's just... Uh, I. I it's just Ion, sorry. Ion just doesn't look like it's going to be that one game that brings me back into the fold. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> I think Ion actually looks kind of well, cool. I'm just, I'm just, hey, I'm here to provide my opinion. You will opinion, not be able to resist. And it's, that is it. It's, it's a lure. It's call. So you think I'm going to be a the game? Fluttering of you its think wings. I'm going to be a GameSpot the the day of its release? No, and, I, I'm and, actually and just totally, it. totally joking. I, I, I think a hiatus from MMOs is good. It, it just so like all three of us don't do it at the same time because it would make for a really boring podcast. 
But I think it's good to what take... What are you saying, Mark? I don't uh, think our listeners would think that. I'm saying that of the three of us, you're the most boring currently. But um, <laughs> but no, to my point... What no, I, was, I think <laughs> I'll just go uh, step out for a while. <laughs> Great, now he's going another break. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> oh... And bring us more beer in a piss bucket. Fuck you. <laughs> what was I saying now? Oh, oh no, I just think it's good to take the time off and kind of, you know, reflect on stuff and kind of just get a feel for, you know, what's out there and play some other games of other genres and kind of, you know, recharge and kind of change your expectations. I think you tend to get into a kind of an MMO rut after yeah, a while. Yeah, it gets repetitive and formulaic and boring. Yeah, and, you know, I... I think I, I think I, I'm kind of afraid that going from Warhammer to Conan might be for us too much more of the same. I don't know. Um, after that last update, and I, I never got tired of Conan. I just quit because you guys all quit oh, and there so was nobody to play with. Maybe it will be a good thing. But if I'm gonna play it, well, and also blame Full Gecko. I think Ion actually looks kind of cool. I like the the concept. It's one that's been intriguing to me. Oh yeah. But I, I have very little space to work with on my laptop. I'm only allowed, by the constraints of my hard drive, to play one MMO at a time. So, oh. if I'm going to play get, uh, if I'm going to play Ion, or if I'm going to play Conan, I'm going to have to. Uninstall Warhammer. Did you start painting by numbers in the corner? Um. <laughs> that sounds fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> Swirls. But I would love to give Conan another try and see how it is, That's especially cool. since. It's on. It's stabilizing. It's yeah. on the way back, and they I, had that. Ma- this is their last update. It's supposed to be. Well, I guess we'll talk about it. But pretty, uh, pretty massive. Yeah, it's supposed to address everything that was the last details that were bugs from the launch. Wow. <laughs> Only a year later. Well, you <laughs> they know, finally got through the whole list. These games are complicated, and they did change. They did try to knock the ball out of the park with some stuff that's different, like the combat, yeah. the frenetic combat system. So, Eric, we will let you know, and we'll need to figure out a time that we can coordinate and get on all at the same time and give it a go. Yeah, we could probably get Jim back in, too. I doubt that. No. You don't think so? Oh. I thought he would want to play his Conan subscription. He was the first one to dramatically unsubscribe. To to fail? Oh, never mind. On the air, so to speak. (laughs) And my collector's edition is just collecting dust. Oh, that's too bad. Hey, Jason, what time is it? It's time for the Week in Gaming! Yeah! Alright, the Week in Gaming. Let's do this. Uh, lots of do lots this. of MMO updates this week. Yeah. And we're done. Oh, wait. <laughs> Sorry. Not so fast. Not so fast, Mr. Miller. First of all, uh, Jason's favorite game. Free Realms, yay! And he calls it not an MMO. Do the guilds level up, though? That's the question. I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I, Are you going to join a guild? You're a failure. Actually, I might. With a couple of uh, uh, Twitter <laughs> Twitter friends out there, I might oh. try to uh, log on. There we go. There we go. That's right. Get into their guild. Uh, Tippa yep. from westcorona.com and Stargrace... Uh, they've created a guild, apparently, so I'm going to... Oh, the rest of the fallen ones, as we call them. <laughs> yeah, the rest of us suckers who who have been uh, sucked into Free Realms, uh, we might have to all form a guild together. I just haven't 
like I said, I haven't put in much time this week, or else I'd probably already uh, beg to be in the guild. Well, because you're probably so casualed out, so you can't. It's probably too <laughs> it's hard. True, it's true. It takes too much energy. Too complicated. Uh, Must anyway. move on again. <laughs> I need a mini game to join a guild. <laughs> anyway, they, they added they added guilds in this last patch, among other things, a lot of noobs. Uh, Quests, which will lead into a bigger storyline. Do they have the prostitute class yet? <laughs> no, they don't have that. Mark. I can't wait for the mouse swirl mini game for that. <laughs> the mouse swirl. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're grinding. <laughs> um, anyway, so that, that's ping, kind ping, of a neat ping, thing. Ping, I guess ping, this ping. is just one of those new uh, features that, that are going to be added. Uh, housing is probably going to be coming very soon. At this mm. rate, they're really adding a lot of stuff. That's great. They should. They have uh, three million so users. So fast. So it's really it's incredible. And and it's funny because every for a while there, when I was logging on on a regular basis, every day I would log on and and there were, I would know that there was new content there. They do add content just on the fly sometimes, and they just don't tell anybody about it. Secret uh, achievement. Well, I mean, it's, it's something <laughs> like that, but they, it's really, it's kind of cool. You'd be yeah. like, wait, wait a minute, I haven't seen this guy there, and I was just here, you know, the other day. Yeah, and it, so it's, it's they, they really add cool. content fast, and I, I, I don't imagine it could be too hard with the engine that they have. Um, Ion, yes, has announced their Western launch dates. Uh, for those interested, Ion is going to be released in North America on the 22nd of September, and the European launch uh, won't be too far behind that. That's going to be on the 25th of September. Uh, we will, of course, spoil it all for all of our European now, listeners. And this is kind of interesting, because, <laughs> and, and the only reason why we make mention of this is because another huge MMO launch, supposedly coming in September considering that they don't delay it again, will be champions online. So how these two huge MMO releases clash between each other will be... East versus West. (laughs) East versus West. (laughs) You you stand not a chance, Round Eye. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I think it's... um, Champions, they said something was like the 1st of September. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen. I, you'll, you might have a little bit more perspective on that, Mark, but... No, nah, I don't know. You don't know what they're going to do. It, especially lately when people release stuff where, like, all common sense says don't. Right. You know, it's just hard to say what the pressures are there, you know. But maybe by then it'll be launchable. <laughs> Another... Uh, Major MMO, Lord of the Rings Online, is going to never heard. Uh, of it. They actually, actually, it has been released. It was released. Oh, uh, Lord of the Rings Online was definitely book eight. <laughs> oh, yeah. you know what I mean. <laughs> Damn update, motherfucker. He's getting sassy as the episode wears on. Sassy sauce. I think that. Uh, I'm my sassy sauce. I don't know. <laughs> Corona extra. Maybe, maybe you need another game fuel in you, motherfucker. Um, or another book eight was released. Email. Uh, they're going to have holiday events, of course, as MMOs Jason's favorite prone to do. Uh, this adds a huge crafting revamp, Ooh, lots yeah. of class tweaks. Um, Epic quest line. A boat NPC. A boat for Lake Everswim. Er, Everdim, Evendim. 
<laughs> Whatever. Like, that's, really that's what the notes say here. Database retrieval error. Um, so yeah, lots of new stuff coming Scourge to Lord of the Rings Online. Uh, Age of Conan had a massive update, huge update, and apparently it's being received very well. The Gangs of Tarantula? From, yeah, the game, not Tarantula. <laughs> Tarantula! Welcome Tentric. to the Gangs of New York. <laughs> the gang, where you can the play Gangs of Tantric. Glass-Eyed Butcher, or... <laughs> the Tantric Gangs. Yeah. <laughs> Sting's really into it, I uh, understand. Yeah. They're coming to get you down the dark alleys. Uh, <laughs> like, guild cities are going to change... Uh, so locals and tourists alike will flock to guild cities and they'll settle in your city and sell their goods. Uh, yeah, so it's it's good to have player-made cities. The guards will come stuff and help guard be... your city if it's it's a certain size. It's pretty cool stuff. And the long, long... It's like over 500, I think, was the number that was in the official update. List of bugs from the launch. Right. They finally reached the end yeah, of them. Yeah, they finally actually fixed a lot of those. Another one, one of the huge ones for me, I remember uh, when I was still playing, was how you didn't know what the items did uh-huh. and whether they yes. really contributed anything to your, your stats. That's right. So, apparently now that they have, they have itemization in place, finally. This is the item revitalization effort. Right, where that because basically the items didn't really affect your and your skills really didn't seem to have much of an impact on what you did either. But now, like every skill, like your hit points, your your strength, your agility, or whatever, now actually, you know, they actually have a they have it all calculated out, and they show you how much how much it all adds for it. So for all of you min min maxers out there who are into that stuff. And need to know that information, and, and a lot of MMO players do. <laughs> he likes my stat. I invented. yeah, I know. <laughs> That's because everything Jason's saying, I'm applying to that. Right. <laughs> That's cool. So it'll actually be like um, that mod for Warcraft that would show like the numbers that you couldn't really see. Right. Right. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, and you, so you actually know now, what, like what benefits you're getting from the gear that that you're. Uh, picking up so that's that's a good thing um you know crafting revamps the i could go on and on but i'm not because but did they fix the game crash bug (laughs) i don't know (laughs) that's the question i have no idea the windows xp game crashing bug hey noah the the direct x10 client has had an overhaul and overall fixes have gone there we go and i've never tried that I know you're gonna have well, to do I, it. You know, and I so could, I think I what I'll need to do is I'll need to uninstall Warhammer installed. and uh, and install. Let's see, the City of Heroes. I'm sorry, the Champions Online beta, and Conan, and then if I have room for it, uh, Ion. See if I can sneak into that. Beta. You might be able to sneak in there. I don't know. Anyway, lots drink of, some Red Bull. Lots of updates. <laughs> lots yeah. of updates. Flap this them week wings. for MMOs. It's big, big crazy news. month. That's awesome. It's good to see him, Funcom, you know, doing the right thing. If we have anybody who's actually playing these three games, <laughs> <laughs> and they can speak to how these updates have affected it, has it been good, has it been bad? I'd really like to hear what our listeners have to say about Book 8 or Age of Conan. 
And we've heard a little bit about Ion already, but I'd really like to hear what they have to say. So send it to mail. Tell us yeah, what the, the fuck yeah. PVPVE is. Is that like DVDA? I from don't know. Uh, Orgasmo, the Mormon porn star? I have no idea. That That's like a new acronym to me. Well, it's stupid because it's player versus player versus environment. That's the only thing it yeah. can mean, as far as I know. Or really? versus everything. Player versus player versus everything. Ecstasy. Versus, <laughs> versus eroticism. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> the elephant is dying. The sun is gonna shine, the flowers gonna bloom, the clouds will spread the showers, the river's gonna flow. <laughs> Sony should beware. Beware, Sony. This one just kind of cracked me up when I saw this. I haven't seen this much weight throwing since EA, but yeah, I guess now that Activision's true. bigger than EA, it's appropriate. Uh, or since Roseanne Barr kicked Tom Bobby Arnold Kotick, out of his house. Uh, <laughs> who is the head honcho for Activision. Bobby. Uh, most consider him the devil. Bobby's I'm world. Satan. Which uh, he might be. Uh, this time it's kind of funny. He he made this comment about Sony. Uh, he said, I'm getting concerned about Sony. Uh, the PS3 is losing a bit of momentum, and they don't make it easy for me to support the platform. It's expensive to develop for the console, and the Wii and the Xbox are just selling better. Games generate a better return on invested capital on the Xbox than on the PlayStation. Uh, and then he goes on... And he kind of makes this little threat Threat if they don't cut the price of the uh, console. And they say they have to cut the price because if they don't, the attach rates, which of course are the number of games that each console owner buys, are likely to slow. If we were being realistic, we might have to stop supporting Sony. Ooh. Snap. Ask when, and he says, when we look at 2010 and Ooh. 2011... <laughs> We might want to consider if we support the console and the PSP, too. So Good. Put, bury that piece of crap. Yeah, PSP. he's playing like a little... He, you know, he's, he, he's trying to put a little bit of pressure, I guess, on Sony. But I honestly don't see, you know... Sony giving a crap? Sony giving a real shit about this. And that is why they're studios. failing. Well, I mean, it's, it's that, and, you know, it's not like EA is going to stop supporting the the PlayStation 3 anytime soon. Oh, yeah, but, I mean, it's, like, it's what we always bitch about. Like, why do we have the game consoles we have as the three of us collectively well, sit it's here? because it's just too damn expensive it's, to get a PS3 And right where's now. all the good titles? Well, 360. I mean, the 360 is fine. Although, it works PS3's for looking to have some pretty sweet stuff out but of this PS3 last year. PS3 does have some really good stuff coming out, like Uncharted yeah. 2. That does look really cool. Um, but... It, the Last Guardian. It's like... Yeah, I mean, is, they... Each console has its share of really cool, just... But 360 has the most. Want a startling statistic? Yes, I want to be startled. Okay. (laughs) Prepare to be startled. Between the the HD DVD and the the Blu-ray battle, we all know that Blu-ray won, right? Yes. Did you know that there are less Blu-ray discs out there than HD DVD discs? What do you mean? On store shelves or just purchased? Yeah, on store shelves that have been sold to date. And they're they're pushing it hardcore. There's like 
cute sections now every store that I go into. But you know what? I think the reasoning, well, part of it is this perfect storm of the economy is absolute shit. That's the thing. Nobody wants to be, no consumer wants to have to hedge their bets. And on top of that, everybody's waiting. And on top of that, nobody's going to buy the discs because everybody can just download stuff. Exactly. Or stream it. Media, the media is becoming physical media is becoming. Yeah, so, a total joke. So I guess my point, which is kind of a not a not a razor sharp point, I don't feel very startled yet. Is that <laughs> Sony's strategies are? It, it was a lot based like on you won on the, the Blu-ray, war on the Blu-ray player. Yeah, are you they were won really the, thinking that was going to be the huge selling point exactly. for the console? And and right now it's like no, not really. So, so that's not a value add for many right. people at this point. I totally agree. Maybe with that. maybe in two years, but in two years it's going to be a fairly long in the tooth game well, it's console. Gonna be, it's going to be a joke. Blu-ray right that now has a ten-year strategy. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, and that's another stupid idea from Sony. 360 like, yeah, does Blu- now too, though. Listen, Blu-ray looks yeah, great. But they're just—they're just keep. They're, they have something. They're just—they're playing possum. Well, Maybe. they're not playing dead. I guess they're—they're—they're they're, they're just not revealing to us the 720 or whatever the hell it is. I'm just saying the Blu-ray. You know, as far as the whole Blu-ray point goes, and I think that's a very valid point that you make there. Um. Right now, people just don't give a shit about that. No. And, and it's not and, enough of a selling point to sell that console as opposed to going out and buying a 360 or a Wii. Just because everybody got burned with... You know, we get burned... Us consumers, we get burned when we have to choose between two identical formats at the same time. Well, not identical. Slightly different formats at the right. same time that are more about a brand than a technological That's a advantage. good way of putting it. Yep. And and we're not... We're, we're a little more sophisticated, and the times are tough, and we're not going to... We're just... There's no value add right now for this ex- incredibly expensive system. So I hope this guy's pressure is correct. Well, I wonder how much of it is... I think he even went on the record before E3 saying, Oh, yeah, they're going to announce a price cut. I know it's coming. Then it didn't. And I was like, fine, I'm going to threaten them to make a price cut. And, you know, the guy might be the devil, Bobby, here. But this article is great from businesstimesonlinecouk where it says he bought Activision for 440000 with a partner. And the, na- and the value of it now... Well, it's sixteen billion dollars. I mean, that's that's, I mean, a, that's a return smart. on your investment. If somebody right like there. that told me that I should sell my console a little cheaper, right. I might actually go. Hmm, I might listen a little bit. Maybe they're I too proud though. Yeah, they it's are. Sony. Where's Sony? Speaking of getting on this, the whole digital dis- distribution tip, uh, GameStop apparently is not worried about the whole digital distribution thing. They think that there's always going to be room for the the brick-and-mortar store. And they think it's a long way off. Uh, unfortunately for them, I don't think that they understand that the, the downloadable digital revolution is already here, and they don't get that. Well, uh, which kind of cracks me up. They, you know, they have all these analysts out there who are like well we you know we've done all this research and and it basically shows us that digital dis- distribution is a long way off and we're not going to worry about it and the technology won't even be available to totally do that until two t- 2014 right like well i'm sorry but people are doing it now well they you know they they've changed their focus so much i mean Historically, GameStop was 
way back. It was a so- there was software, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Electronic boutique. Babbage's. Babbage's. Two of those three used to actually have book departments, right? <laughs> for computer That's books, right? They did. Um, and then, and I was a former software etc. employee, so I can tell you that things changed a lot. And I was there when the book department went away, and they switched over to all that space for PC games started to shrink, and consoles came in, and and space started to just go crazy mm-hmm. for all the games. And then you know, and then later they they've changed. You know, they changed names. Now I believe now it's almost all GameStop. I think all the all the old stores have been completely rebranded. And I think now too, you know, they all have the the trade in thing has been established as a as a good business venture yeah. for them. For right now, yeah. Thus killing all of the mom and pop, you know, right. <laughs> game trade in you know game trade shops and I mean they they. They are they're a fairly agile company as far as that goes. Their online store, you know, I always order my stuff from the like EB Games Online, which is the same thing, right? I think yeah. they're being and a little delusional now, though, because you think you've got well, you somebody got, still has to sell the console. Well, you've got places I mean, you can't like digitally download the console. Yeah, well, you can and buy they, a console but from you can Best Buy, Walmart, Best or Walmart, buy. or wherever. So you think they'll just be? They'll be know, if, they'll they, be, if they don't. If they get pushed out by Walmart, it's going to be a Here's the thing. Is you've got Steam, though. you've got Direct-to-Drive, you've got Microsoft, who is going to start selling their games on the Xbox through digital distribution very soon. Well, they already do that. Xbox. No, I'm talking... The original Xbox titles. Yeah, yeah but I'm talking their, like, new games. They're saying they're going to do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're totally going to do that, man. You have a massive hard drive, and it take a long time to download it. And they're yeah well, but that's the thing. They're, it's going to happen. Well, Steam does. They're that, they're going to bring the infrastructure into place to do that. It's coming a lot sooner than I think GameStop is is uh, you know realizing, and they're going to get fucked if they don't start thinking a little bit forward. Well, what else can they do? This. There's not much you can do if the console manufacturers start distrib- becoming distributors. You know, personally, myself, I kind of like to have the physical media with me. You know, that's just me. I'm an old Yeah, fart. me too. It's, a, it's just a, it's something I'm used to. But it's going to happen. Yeah. Like it or not, just like with music. I I kind of... I've been doing the digital download thing for a long time, and I'm happy. Yeah, I mean, I, I am too. I've, I've, done it, I've done it myself on numerous occasions. I'm just saying that, you know... GameStop needs to figure it out. Unless they, they became a distributor, a digital distributor themselves, I think they're their screwed. own digital download yeah. platform. Yeah, maybe they buy Valve. <laughs> <laughs> well, they still can. I don't know. It, it may it may end up being the other way around. Well, Valve. <laughs> Valve. You know, there are other companies that were doing the digital download thing, but Valve with Steam, man, they you know the way that they just did it. You know the the initial offerings on Steam were pretty much just Valve games and a right. couple of other like now it's like crazy boutique like things and now man it's like everybody wants in on that right. and mm-hmm. they and they I think they've in the end they've they've won the war for yep. PC they just like inter- Sony did with Blu-ray they, they got in except I would say this is a victory and not a, that, this is a, a little hollow different, stalemate <laughs> yeah I know uh, or, let's, uh, yeah let's talk about. 
the E3 Game Critic Awards. Is this uh, where we give the critics Uncharted awards? Uncharted 2, uh, which everybody was just drooling over. One best of show this year. Noah, uh, what was your impression? Well, that dude looks awesome best. to me. I mean, I look. I was watching it. It looks, it looks, it really, looks really neat. It's technically amazing. very impressive. It's basically set up like a blockbuster Hollywood movie and pretty exciting. It looks awesome. It's unfortunate that it's only coming out for the PS3 or... Yeah, it's being made by Naughty Dog. They yeah. do that. Uh, best original game goes to Scribble Knots. Uh, just Terrific game. Mention another couple other fews. Best PC game uh, was given to The Old Republic from Bioware. Uh, really? Best hardware went to Project <laughs> Nictal. Uh, let's see. Let's name a couple. Best racing game. I thought I thought that was kind of an interesting Split selection. Split second. Split second. I'm really happy to hear that. Not another boring ass Forza game. Forza game. Wow. Gran Turismo. Crap. Turismo. Yeah. Bioware does it again, huh? Mass Effect Two. Yeah, Mass Effect Two. Best role playing game. So there's a couple of really cool mentions there. Best online multiplayer went to Left 4 Dead Two. Best that was surprising. Best fighting game. Are you kidding me? Yeah, uh, yeah, whatever the that Tatsunoko versus that is Capcom. a kick-ass game. It's is just it? like Marvel versus Capcom. Really? It's for the Wii, huh? And it's Wii only. Yeah, it's Ooh. kick-ass. Supreme Damn. Commander Two. Yeah, that surprised me too. That so that beat out. That would mean it beat out StarCraft Two. They didn't show. Oh, that's yeah, Blizzard right, wasn't at the show. Blizzard only does BlizzCon. Yeah, because they, they can. Need so the show. my whole thing with the with the with the Game Critic Awards is that. Well, you know, it's nice. It's it's a it's a nice little marketing award that you can put up on your on your ad. Oh yeah, to the help game sell your game. So when you're that. when you're when you're pimping your ad in the latest issue of Game Informer, or you put or it on whatever, the box even, and yeah. you can say, "Hey, best of E3 award winner," you know, <laughs> Conduit had that. Uh, they won in the best shooter game. But keep for in mind, keep in mind that none of these games or products are even released yet. Sure. They have never been seen. Would you say they're in beta in its status? Totality. They're, they're yeah. in beta status, they're yes. Alpha or beta. Beta or alpha <laughs> status, <laughs> yes. So, you know, it kind of got me kind of curious. I'm like, hmm. I'm, I want to go back in time and see some of the prior award win- winners for. Did you pull? Did you put some together? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> some just crack me up because. Really, they honestly, you know, if you think about it, they had no business being award winners at all. So let's go back to 2001. 2001. um, That's really far back. The best PC game was given to Star Wars Galaxies. (laughs) Yes. Yes, and we all know know how well that turned out. Yes. A um, couple of other notable mentions here, and, and, and here actually, let's go. Let's go to 2004. This is the big. This is the big one, Noah. 2004 was huge. Why? Had, Why was 2004 let go, so? Let me go back to the nomination. Well, let, let me go back to the nominations for 2004. Okay. Which okay. Was 2004 best of show, Noah. Yes. Okay. Are between the, these five. Particular items. Okay. The Afghan, 
the Irish Wolfhound. <laughs> Best <laughs> of, yeah. No, we're not talking about dogs. We're talking about games or games, games, Let games. Let me see or some more of the dogs or whatever. So best of show, Noah. Yeah. Nominations are uh-huh. Half Life Two, uh-huh. Halo Two, uh-huh. the Nintendo DS, Splinter Cell Three, and the Sony PSP. Oh, I know which, which one won Best of Show can in two thousand four. So games and hardware were mixed together. Well, yeah. Wow. There, there can only be well, one. Just like the, it was just like well, this obviously year. Obviously, the PSP. It was amazing. You think so? You say the PSP won. Yeah. You're, you'd be absolutely right. <laughs> well, that's because we oh, picked the, the worst one. the screen was so beautiful. So the PSP Back. was up against... That was so obnoxious, that uh, Up against the Nintendo DS there. that year. And it also <laughs> won, of course... Was there. It also won over uh, in the... Half-Life 2, Halo 2. Were you 2? sober at that one? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just check. So, we, uh, you know, and I'm sorry, but only the most diehard Sony fanboy would try to argue this point, but we all know what happened. You know, look into the look, look into the present. Look into the present and we all know that the Nintendo DS was way Whooped. more successful, way more influential on the industry than the PSP could even dream of being. Oh I bet you differ. <laughs> yeah, of course you would, Mark. But you can't, because you don't... The Sony PSP is a technology <laughs> that mankind is not yet ready to embrace The UNG right. drag and was revolutionary. And of course, it has a 10-year ten, it has a ten year life cycle as well, right? A ten year oh, life, no, wait a minute. A it ten year... Fifteen. Its nuclear fusion core cell is charged for 20 years. 20 years of active life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and so... They've only yeah. released, like, four revisions of it since then. It must be perfect if it's only had four revisions. <laughs> my, my point is, is that... I'm yeah, playing dorks advocate. The, the <laughs> game critics don't always get these things right. Yeah. Uh, basically, it means that these awards are kind of meaningless. It's more yeah, hype it's all than fun. anything. It's more hype, and, more, and it's great. Like I said, it's a great marketing tool. If you're one of those games that gets nominated or award, awarded one of these awards, yeah, it's great to throw that out there, but in the grand scheme of things, nah. You could either you could have like a royal flop. I think The Sims Online was awarded Best Multiplayer Online Game one year, and mm-hmm. well, we all know how that turned out, too. It's It was a joke. It's never, never really kind of grabbed people. Yeah. So I don't know. Just, just some little interesting tidbits I thought I'd share with everybody out there about how significant these awards really are. Uh, another huge bombshell this week: uh, ID Software was bought by Bethesda company Zenimax. So now we're going to anxiously await the Doom MMO. In other news, Bethesda is now <laughs> going to purchase the Ego and the Super Ego. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not just the triumvirate will be complete. <laughs> all, only lame psychologists will understand that joke. Attention all lame psychologists. <laughs> <laughs> Please rewind. Please listen 30 to seconds. our show. <laughs> uh... <laughs> At approximately 55 minutes into the show. John Carmack said, uh, We're really getting kind of tired competing with our own publishers in terms of how our titles will be featured. Uh, we recently got more IPs than we've been able to take advantage of, and working with other companies hasn't Raven been Soft. working out, uh, meaning Activision. And EA. And EA. Uh, so... Uh, so the idea of actually becoming a publisher and merging Bethesda and Zenimax is on there is ideal, or ideal. That is too <laughs> much graphical, technical power yeah. in one 
place. Like, what if a bomb explodes and kills well, no, them all? Well, no, I mean, could you imagine that, though? Oh, See, we lose the, so much. The really crazy thing is now... But I think they're split in two different areas of the country. Oh, they right are. There? I mean, I'm just being... <laughs> the cool like, they don't have what, to move. <laughs> what, what they can do now is is that they can... You know, it can create an engine... Yes. For all their games to run on, which I see happening, even though Carmack's like, totally gonna we're going to be totally autonomous, and well, no, we're I mean, not going to really share work the with thing. them. Other no, things. but the thing is, is that when there's an engine that needs to be licensed, yeah, well, there you go. We already yeah. have the license, so let's use it. And he's always so far freaking. And frankly, head. that I mean, Rage game looks kind of stupid. So maybe Bethesda can help them come up with a better well, I, concept. I, you know, that's something I don't want to digress, but. I'm digressing. Um, I feel Us like digress? I feel like Never. I feel Man. like it's been a little lost lately. Yeah, you know, since the since maybe Doom, maybe since Quake Three. Quake, yeah. Um, like the way they've done Doom. I mean, they haven't made like a ton of money off of it. I don't think. No. Um, you know the the Quake Live thing is definitely a cool. Um, the interest in you know cell phones as a as a as a medium to work in is a good idea, but as far as like having that title that just grabs everybody, I, I, you know I haven't been looking to id to do yeah, that. Yeah, the new Wolfenstein game doesn't look that exciting. It's kind me. of reha- it's like how many times are we going to do this same yeah. thing, right? We already did Wolfenstein. Yeah, but that's Raven though. Yeah, Raven's another one of those companies that I kind of just look at and say, okay, they're going to come out with a pretty damn good game. Oh no, no doubts. But I mean, it's like. But what do you think about Rage, which is coming directly from the mind of Carmack? I don't know. I mean, I can't really say all that much about it. It's, it doesn't do a whole lot for me. Just looking at it right it's off racing the bat, it's but, rpg yeah but, but on the other side of the coin bethesda is like just nailing it like for their market for what they're doing i mean to take the fallout series and actually make people love love it like love fallout 3 yeah. i mean they could you know any other That's company could have blown that and they've instead they've re-energized it reinvigorated it and and people just love the hell out of Fallout 3, and you can tell by the digital download content stats that... And the, and I've the, got it all. Yeah, I have And it, I haven't played it. I have I it for the, it I'm so, and I have it all. I have it for the PC and the 360, which sits oh, that's right. four feet yeah. apart. <laughs> so I didn't realize that. I'm like a total, you know, and I, uh, well, I don't have it here, but I have, you know, the first Oblivion. two. So I'm not yeah, like... like all the games that Bethesda's probably put yeah. out for a while. I don't have the first two Elder Scroll games because that's probably one quick for tidbit the from yeah. uh, John Romero tweeted about what happened, and he Talk said, "Katana was misunderstood." He said, "Zenimax, disgusting." <laughs> and then, and then he, and then he uh, twittered, uh, "Fallout Three bought Doom." Wow. And then people were like, well, what the hell, you know? And then he said, well, I'm positive. And then he, like, changed his tone. Totally backpedaled. Uh, I'm positive about the Zenimax deal. My initial reaction was harsh. Sorry. Maybe maybe there's a job maybe opportunity in there. Exactly. Yeah, whatever. Because I was a rock star of a game developer one time. <laughs> yeah. With my Humvee and my Austin exactly. uh, studio that didn't produce shit. Mm-hmm. Go back under your rock. Go back to your trivial battles over blogs with other former employees of id. Indeed. Um, Some kind of disturbing news coming out of Australia uh, when it comes to blocking online games. The entire continent is surrounded by water. (laughs) (laughs) No. More news at 12. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, Mark, why don't you continue and, and let us know what other disturbing news is coming out of the of the great continent of, of Australia. Apparently, sometimes the water rises and sometimes it falls. Almost like a tidal effect. These are crazy revelations. It's believed that, that the moon has a, a strange effect upon this. Oh, sorry. Mark, you're blowing our minds. Please stop. <laughs> um, I'm st- stunned. Is it stunned or startled? Um, Maybe both. Or bored. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Australian <laughs> network filtering promises to reach out to block games, online games, and more. This from our beloved Massively site with way too much screen real estate dedicated advertising. Uh, in this latest article, they actually do now, have wait, a, You know what? I'll, I'm going to stop you right there for a quick second. Have you been to MMORPG.com? Uh, well, not, not today. Well, why something you go, happen to it? If you, if you wanna, if you Is wanna it entirely talk surrounded about, by advertising? If you want to talk about screen real estate... Yeah, go check that out and come back to Massively and, well, you'll change your tune really quick. Yeah, Massively's not too bad. I don't... Anyway. For those of you working at Massively, Jason loves you and would like a position. Hey, I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Except for Michael Zinke. Except for Michael Zinke. Uh, So... That's Mark's love life. So, Australian (laughs) Communications Minister, Senator Stephen Conroy has promised to extend Australia's proposed network-level content filtering regime to block games, online games, downloadable games, and websites that sell or allow download of games that are deemed not to be suitable for for a 15-year-old audience. I just read their entire first paragraph. Because Australia, like, 80% of its population is 15 years old. Yeah. Well, (laughs) ever since... According to Mad Max 3... With with the apocalypse, not many people are left over there, except for Tina Turner, Mel Gibson, and a bunch of kids. <laughs> and then that bl- Master Blaster thing. Master Blaster. <laughs> <laughs> I never get tired of it. <laughs> so, so you know, you're pretty much right on. But so, so I guess the, I guess the the crux of the the problem is is that you can't qualify, you can't easily quantify these um, online games like World of Warcraft. And and so they're going to go to Virtual great lengths, like Second Life, to use network filtering to block these things because youngsters might be exposed to something we don't want them to be exposed to. <laughs> so it's a it's a it's an act, uh, alleged act of protecting the innocent. But in China essence, does that too. Yeah, China does <laughs> that too. Other yeah, uh, Soviet socialist uh, Russia used to do this too back in the CCCP. It was for the best of all mankind. But it's like you know. Well, anyway, I guess the, the the problem is is that it turns out the average WoW player is say thirty years old, well over the those fragile years where you you could be you know stunned by seeing a booby digitally rendered or something like that so warcraft doesn't even have which yes which by the way world of warcraft goes to great lengths to not have you don't have that hack dude where you can like see all the night elves all totally naked sorry man i I better go look for that do you know that actually that that (laughs) hack like that was like a major um engineering feat of the wow guys to make sure that hack didn't last long <laughs> like you can try and try and try to do that but yeah. it just will not work it's really really hard to cha- put they your own models in now because they have that warden program running mm. which looks and intercepts and destroys stuff like that so no like, night no no night elf or blood elf boobage later in the tron years you know blizzard's going to have like the really mean 
evil robot guy. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> what horror lore is for. Thank, thankfully, that's you can right. still watch porn. But I don't know. You guys could speak to this better. But I mean, it's just this guy. What about porn? No. Well, no. What's that supposed to Noah mean? Noah could, but um, <laughs> <laughs> apparently Senator Conroy is on a real crusade here, and and most of his fear is around things like Age of Conan and Second Life. But he's going to ruin the party and the fun for pretty much everyone, no matter how innocent the game they're playing. So, mm. so like free realms, free realms could potentially get big target. World of Warcraft, targeted. big target. You know, what? What's the quote? He's got a he's got a really good quote here. Wait for it. Wait for it. Alongside child porn, bestiality, rape, and extreme violence sites, the list also includes a slew of online poker sites, YouTube links, regular gay and straight porn sites, Wikipedia entries, euthanasia sites. Euthanasia? There's actually a euthanasia site? I've never heard of such a thing. I'm sure that there's a few out there. Websites of fringe religions, such as satanic sites, fetish sites, Christian sites. <laughs> yeah, because... Oh, those Christians. <laughs> because Christianity is a fringe, fringe religion, <laughs> it totally isn't it? is. The website of a tour operator and even a Queensland dentist. Well... If you know Queensland dentists like I know Queensland dentists, <laughs> this doesn't come as a big surprise to any of us. And in fact, of all of this, that is perhaps the only thing I agree with. Uh, you know, but yeah, it's it's pretty bad. I think just that quote alone kind of sums up the abs- absurdity of it all, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. It really does. Wow. Well, but... Let that absurdity be our bridge to the blogosteria. I think, I, you know, because uh, that's all all the blogosteria is about, right? Yes. It's chock full. <laughs> the uh, blogosteria sorry. is a serious discussion. Yes. Of today's current events. <laughs> of course it, it is. is. As they intersect with hyperbole. Well, just be quiet, Mark. Let's get on with it. <laughs> and now it's time for... Oh! Brought to you by VH1. (laughs) So tell us of this blogosteria, Jason. Well, it all started so, so subtly. Well, really, it did. It it was subtly. uh, Because it happened like it happened the day before everybody else found out. Um, The day before, the day before tomorrow. This came um, on the Herald. The announcement was was blasted on the Herald, uh, said, Today we have important news to share with the community. That's the Warhammer Online Herald. Yes. EA is restructuring its RPG and MMO games development into a new group that includes both Mythic and Bioware. This new newly formed team is going to be like a super team. This new alliance forged with <laughs> iron and flesh. The new team will be led by... Biothick. <laughs> yes. That's my suggestion for the name. Actually, Biothic. Actually, I heard it was uh, the the uh, Biowa. Biowa. <laughs> yeah, that that's another one that's been going around the net lately. Uh, the for- newly formed team is going to be led by the two docs, of course, from Bioware. Uh, with this change, uh, Ray becomes group general manager of the RPG slash MMO studio group. Bioware's other co-founder, Greg will become Group Creative Officer for the new RPG MMO Studio Group. 
Rob Denton will step up as GM of Mythic and will report directly to Ray. Uh, BioWare Studios remain unchanged and continue to report to Ray. Mark Jacobs, co-founder and current general manager of Mythic, will leave Electronic Arts on June 23rd. 2009, which, which was the day before the, the announcement. The day before yeah. the announcement was made. That's, I think, and that's a very, just make a mental note of that because that's a very important point. We thank Mark for his contributions at Mythic and wish him the very best going forward. And hopefully the door will not hit his ass on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark played a major part in the success of Mythic with his contributions at gen- as general manager and lead designer of Warhammer. Wow! Mythic retains a strong team led by Rob, who co-founded Mythic in 1995. Rob played a critical role in the development of Dark Age of Camelot in his previous role as COO. He was responsible for day-to-day management of the studio, including all development, operations, and support. Please join us in celebrating the union of these two award-winning studios. And the exodus of Mark Jacobs. So, that blast was, of course, not felt until the 24th, mm-hmm. uh, where people finally went, went, what the fuck just happened here? Um, yeah, amazing. Just, you know, that was one of those announcements I don't think anybody was really expecting at all. But, but then again, it's really not all that surprising if you think about it. Uh, EA merged with Mythic, well... Absorbed Mythic, I guess you could probably say it, um, during its development cycle uh, with Warhammer Online. And Mark, of course, you know, overhyped it. Basically came out with a bunch of statements saying, you know, well, if we're merging servers and we don't have so many subscribers by such and such point, well, you know, then this is probably if, you know, then we're in trouble. You know, this is a failure. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. And now, of course, he's going to be the, um, you know, he's basically going to be the man that they're going to hang this on. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. I, I don't, I don't disagree with what they did. Um, and yet Paul Barnett goes on well see and I, I knew you were going to bring this I knew you were going to bring this up and that's because Noah. historically Noah has had a man crush on <laughs> well yeah, we, on yeah Mr. Barnett that'd be you Mark <laughs> I I the thing is I understand what Paul's Paul's position was on this and 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 when you realize what Paul's real position is at Mythic and for Hype EA monkey Exactly. With the British accent, so he's cool. Yes, we're going to have it. That's we're exactly have it, Noah. And we're going to have orcs. And, 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 and he did his job. Males. He did his job very well. He hyped up that machine so much that he was able to sell 750,000 copies. Boom. Right off the bat. Well, played. No, and, <laughs> and, and, that and was, then at E3, what they have him hyping? APB. And that was his job. Exactly. He Which is, he has nothing to do with. I understand that, Noah. But see, do you understand what I'm saying? Is no, that Noah's going to kick his ass his now. His job. I am not listening. He's, he's, <laughs> got, his, he's got his plane ticket I'm just saying. Because you're not the only one. A lot of people were like, well, you know, if if Mark's you know, gone, then how come Paul Barnett isn't? And I'm... And 
part of me is like, well, yeah, okay, because I, he's been I could promoted see, to something else. I could see where what you're where you're going with this, but but Paul's Paul's job is to market. I mean, he is the perfect marketeer. There so, is no doubt about it. He is throw around he, Beatles and Led Zeppelin references. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, it's, that, it's, that's what he does. It's and he's and he's incredibly good at it. So so. A lot of times a company will say, you know, we just need to execute, right? Right. Well, so Paul executed his thing correctly. He generated a ton of hype. He overpromised, overcommitted. And, and, and they sold a shit ton of copies and, initially, and, and that and, generated a lot of money for him initially, and that's guy, why Paul is not going to be let go anytime soon, because... He has that personality about him, and, and they will throw him on the next project for them. I wonder just who he proposed his new game idea to, if it was the people at Mythic or is actually people at EA. I, I or maybe no it's a bio. I'm just saying, you know, for, for those who are, like, trying to throw Paul into the same fire, just understand what, what Paul's oh, real position is. Fire for him. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, just understand what his position is. He he is he is a marketeer at heart. Well, yeah. And that's what he does, and it's what he does best. Well, no, that's why I'm so surprised, because Noah Noah's usually fairly accommodating to the marketeers but in this case he he has can't stand he, paul he barnett he's no. obnoxious I, I know you can i knew you i, knew I like that. mark jacobs better than paul <laughs> barnett i knew that you're you're i knew that that was but coming the company from you. And, and, i guess and, i guess the project and it can and you weren't the only the, one there the was a lot of people out there who were asking the same question you were the res- so the responsibility of the the project or the game being all that it was supposed to be didn't rest on Paul's shoulders; it rested on Mark's shoulders no, as the supreme leader, the, if you, the Ayatollah. And, of, <laughs> but in, and, and, and this is all because you know they went they went with electronic arts. Yep. And you know he became like their he was going to be their MMO guy, their MMO savior. He's going to turn the MMO department around. You know, they were seriously. It was supposed to be the Warcraft, you know, competitor at the time, and and it turned out well, it wasn't. It's not even close. And somebody's head was going to roll, and it was going to be the guy on top. Now, uh, war but is he still was on sabbatical for a month before this even well, happened. See, and that—that's the other thing. It's like, yeah, you know, people are like, well. You know, geez, you know, this is a big shock, but he's on sabbatical. When you're on sabbatical, there's only two things this that is you can a, yeah, only two ways like, to well, go this from is there. A big shock, but it's kind of funny because some people were like, "Well, it really doesn't surprise me because he was on sabbatical for a month beforehand." That means we don't know what the fuck to do with to you. We're not gonna, we're not gonna give you any project to possibly fuck up. Well, either that, or they or, told him you can no longer be in this role. You need to accept this role. And he's like, "I'll need a month to think about it." And yeah. he's like, "Screw it." Tracy John so, massively. So as crack whore for right. Bioware Mythic. He probably wouldn't have had the same perks. Right. Or janitorial engineer. Tracy John of Massively interviewed a former employee, quote-unquote, of Mythic. <laughs> Named, we'll uh, call him Jark Makeups. Right. <laughs> no. No, it was a former employee, apparently. Uh, didn't want their name an, uh, announced. So Mr. Makeups was quoted as saying. <laughs> Basically, he goes on in this interview, he says, People are shocked and dis- in disbelief about Mark leaving. Um, I can't even fathom Mark leaving a company he loves so much. It was his life. Personally, I can't see that this is a voluntary that this is voluntary in any shape or form. Duh. Of course it isn't. 
you know, they showed him the door. You know, that that was pretty much it. Uh, some other bits out of this interview, you know, and I, which I kind of found interesting, but I think it's kind of naive. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that there's going to be some kind of cross breeding, I guess, between the Mythic team and the Bioware team. But if the streams cross, I don't see that. I don't. I don't see them totally bringing Mythic in and saying, "Yes, you know, welcome to our welcome to our club." Uh, but no, you're not going to be working on <laughs> yeah, on this you know, on this new Star Wars game that we have because they've got their own. They've got collaborations going on already with with LucasArts. With, with, and, with, and every, with every interview I've heard from the Bioware people, they sound just like the the guys that worked on WoW sound now. Right. Which is like, yeah, that's great that people scary. have these ideas, but we have our vision. And right. it's like, and they're, goddammit, they're gonna make the story come to MMOs. That's their whole vision. Right? Just like the, the WoW guys were like, we're gonna actually make a polished MMO that's that's beautiful, right? These guys are going to bring the story. I don't think they're going to. There's not going to. There's no interest or need for them. I think to have like cross pollinization from right. the mythic guys. They're just going to go. Wow, what can we learn from the people who brought us Warhammer? Uh, hmm. <laughs> dark Age of Camelot or Dark Age of Dark Age of Camelot. <laughs> you know uh, the interview goes on there, there's one quote here it says is anybody freaking out actually no they said <coughs> they said um i guess it was also because jacobs has been on sabbatical for over a month no one had seen him in a long time so people already had it in their minds that he was probably going anyway so if that isn't a telling statement you know i don't know what is i mean he was Plus, the new guy took him to a movie theater, just like Mark used to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, this feels so familiar. Oh, it's just so familiar. I'm fine and happy now. Everything's going to be fine. Um, yeah, so, of course, uh, the whole shock went down the blogosphere. Uh, Scott Jennings, who um, was a former employee with Mythic, of course, had a little uh, bit to say about this. Uh, titled Outsized Personalities, which kind of tells you where where Scott Jennings is coming from. This is probably no secret that Mark Jacobs and I had had our differences in the past, in particular after some of my more critical writings about Mythic and Warhammer. It's safe to say that I'm not on his holiday card list. After a day following various commentary on Mark's departure around the darker corners of the interwebs, though, I think some need some things need to be noted publicly. Uh, to say that Mark was an outsized personality does an injustice to outsized personalities. When I started at Mythic, I got an inkling of what I was in for when Mark grilled me over the phone for three hours before I started over an intemperate forum posting on my own... S- on my own old site in a post about gay rights to make sure that the newest addition to the Mythic family wasn't an intolerant gay basher. Mythic was heads and tails above the gaming industry and hiring diversity, something I never appreciated enough until I left. In case I hadn't got the message, it was reinforced 
when a week later I spent a night in a dark age of Camelot, Camelot IRC channel enjoying the ego boost of being a developer when he showed up at my desk with a detailed annotated chat log of the multitude of mistakes <laughs> made with the unspoken message that the new guy who was third tools programmer from the left probably didn't have a lot of business doing community relations no matter how much of an internet badass he thought he was uh, so that's kind of telling there about his relationship with Mark Jacobs um you know, he goes on. It was like a, you know, a, a very tight family at the time. Um, he goes on to talk about Imperator, which kind of piqued my interest a bit because you know you don't hear a lot of talk about Imperator at all, and I was very interested in that game uh, when it was announced. It was just this crazy alternative Roman sci-fi sci-fi timeline MMO, which just sounded really just freaking insane. And kind of cool to me. And maybe if they had Paul Barnett with them back in that day... <laughs> They'd have made it. That game would have got released, because, yeah, I would have been totally sold on... I was totally sold on the idea to begin with, but... Uh, Imperator was very much Mark's project. He came up with the backstory. He was deeply involved with the design and was far more hands-on with its production than I'd seen him in years. Unfortunately, it didn't work... And the company smoothly shifted gears from Imperator to Warhammer. Uh, by that time, it was a family I didn't want to be a part of anymore. Uh, you know, he kind of... I guess he had, like, an exit interview that was more than interesting. Um, you know, it's just... It's one of those crazy things where, you know, a lot of this stuff's coming out of the word work. I think if you did a lot of research on it it's it's just uh you know it's become quite the mess <laughs> um some other just funny notes you know it, the, the the spin spin doctors are in full control right now they're saying oh you know this is nothing but a positive move you know a lot of new changes are going to be great um you know this is you know this is a no by no means meaning that mythic's going to be absorbed by by bioware but you know what part of me thinks in the end maybe it will be and if bioware doesn't produce uh to ea's expectations in the end with the old republic the same exact thing could probably happen <laughs> to bioware it's true um uh, you know, I, I don't think that that's such an outlandish statement to make. I mean, but I'm going to make it. I'm going to say it. I don't think that that is too far fetched. Um, some some guys that have been long missing from the blog Osteria, Keenan Grave, uh, Keen has posted a a response to this. He says, this makes me nauseous and nervous and oddly curious at the same time. <laughs> Bioware and Mythic? Mm. I just don't see this as a good thing right now. I was really hoping that we were past EA absorbing studios and restructuring like this. I've never seen anything good come from this, and I fear that this is just another step towards having two bi big publishers doing every game out there. Ugh. Nice, nice ugh. Yeah, really brought ugh. it to life. I know. I want to hope that this means that we're going to see better games, but this feels like a business decision, and not one made in the best interest of gaming. We could see some truly amazing results from a newly 
redone studio from EA, but at the same time, we could see all these studios fail to live up to their past endeavors. I'm inclined to believe the latter because that is what happened in the past. So, yeah, there's a lot of trepidation, I guess, from Keen. And I don't blame him, necessarily, because EA has proven to be, like, the the death of, of many, many other studios, yeah. independent studio out there who has decided to take the clutches of, of Satan's breast. At least they let their <laughs> they let their games get published before they kill them, unlike Microsoft, who just is into like <laughs> they're just into killing them in off. A, if I was a like right 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 to lifer, I'd go after Microsoft because they've aborted more games than anyone. I mean, it's horrible. Then an abortion doctor? No, the abortion <laughs> doctor. <laughs> no. No. Um, let's see what else. It's just been. It's God. It's just such a mind blowing. It's a mind blowing merger to begin with. Just to think that Bioware has decided. You know, they're like, okay, we're the new kid on the block as far as MMOs go, but they do have a track record of releasing great games. Um, I I read a comment somewhere, and I, I you know I'm not going to go backtrack into these you know shit ton of comment comments on all these blogs, but I read a, I read a blog comment on one of these sites that said something to the effect of, well, you know, Mythic really hasn't had all that success if you think about it. They kind of lucked into the whole Dark Age of Camelot thing, and that's all it was was luck. You know, they Dark Age of Camelot was kind of released at a time when you know MMOs were still relatively new and fresh, and you know, not there wasn't a whole lot out there as far as choices were, and they kind of had this perfect storm of things happen for them. So they really weren't like truly tested as far as uh, you know, you know, putting out a lot of games were concerned. They put out one game that kind of got lucky at being successful at the time. And you know, and that was that. Well, and it was released at a lull, so to speak. Yeah, it wasn't like time. it went head to head with EverQuest or Ultima Online or Asheron's Call or whatever. It was kind of an in between game. Yeah, it, was, it really was. If you think about it, it was kind of one of those in between games at the time when there really wasn't a lot. Yeah. Going on in the uh, so it was MMO like, marketplace. Yeah. I think a lot of people were interested in it mm-hmm. and jumped in and. Had that cool PvP. Yeah, you know, I kind of thought about thing. that. I'm like, well, you know, it's like part of me doesn't agree with that, but yet, you know, there there is a little bit of sense in that. You know, it, the, I, I mean, I played Dark Age of Camelot probably for a good year. Yeah, I think you and I played a, after a lot it was released. Um, but you know, to be brutally honest, you know, if I look back on it. Was it really all that innovative? And, and oh no! Was it, was it like one of Dude, the best no. things out there? No, not no. really. It, it not really. It just happened to come around at the right time. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't that. It wasn't. Uh, I don't know. Didn't like fundamentally change the the expectations I have over gaming. No. You know, it was just like yeah. Just, anyway, know, I don't do. know. I kind of I I saw that comment and I, it just kind of sat in my brain a little bit and I was like eh, part of me agrees part of me is like eh, torn a little bit because I did play that game a little, quite a bit I don't know you know maybe it's just my my 
crappy memory. <laughs> Not well, serving me very well. Dreaming of better days back in the past. From from the the posts I've read and from what the con- general consensus seems to be is that you know Mark Jacobs for better or worse is mythic. Right, and exactly. Mythic yeah. without him is not the not same mythic. company. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I it's going to be one of those. It'll be interesting to see what happens over the next few months to see what kind of direction Warhammer takes. And and you know that's also it'll the also other. be interesting to see what happens. Um, it'll be also interesting to see what happens. Uh, with Bioware and the uh, Old Republic game to yeah. see if, if uh, they actually do end up absorbing some of those employees. Because I know right now they're saying, well, we're two separate entities. You know, we're not we're not merging together. This is just, you know... Well, Bill Roper had a good track record before EA. Not so much anymore. Right. Mark Jacobs, good, good track record with Dark Age of Camelot right. and that it was, you know, fairly successful MMO. Tarnished a bit now by EA's expectations, by mm-hmm. by those of us who were realistic. Warhammer delivered, you especially know? against a new expansion from World of Warcraft. Yeah, and all the other games that are in the market these days. You know, I I thought it delivered on what I was expecting. If Blizzard's copying elements of their stuff, it should be. Yeah, it can't be total crap. Yeah, if 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 that three point two patch is basically going to do Blizzard's very best at, at totally imitating their their um, PvP scenario bonuses and stuff for experience and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, not a failure. Exactly. So, you know, what will it do? What does this mean for Bioware? Like you're saying, you know, if if Tor does not, if Tor doesn't produce, you know, unseat World of Warcraft, will it be an abject failure? Will will the head of Bioware, the docs. Will yeah, the, will docs the docs of Bioware like join Galt and yeah. um, and Mark in this like you know Nowhere Nirvana there. in between MMO games right. or not uh, Simsara? I guess it is wherever that is, <laughs> wherever you go where you're yeah. not really you know you're in between heaven and hell. That's limbo, limbo, limbo. Purgatory. Yeah, there's the nice name for. Yeah, I was going with the obscure like mystic mystic name. Purgatory. <laughs> It's because it's all because of the damn TSR monster manual yes. that I bought over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's got me thinking old school, but yeah, it's kind of I don't know. I'm certainly I'm certainly in a state of heightened hysteria. I look forward to seeing how it's all going to fall out. Yeah, I wonder where Mark will end up. You know what? You know what might happen? You know what might happen? EA will buy out Bethesda. And Zenimax, and and next thing you know, they'll have like it and everybody else, and they'll create like this crazy, super <laughs> MMO like. Then only Vivendi hell. will remain to fall to them, <laughs> and then after that, they'll form their own corporate city state. They'll have know. their own rules and laws. Yes, they will declare their own sovereignty, and then they will unleash their video game power their own country. Against, yeah, well, it sounds to me like what I would predict is Mark Jacobs seemed happiest according to accounts of the the co-worker Mm -hmm. and some other people when he was you know like in charge of a smaller group of people who he seems to think his employees are like a family so maybe he'll do some kind of maybe he'll create a new independent studio yeah iphone games 
Just like all the rest of them. <laughs> There's no money in that. You see before you inevitability. No money. <laughs> it is coming for you, Noah. And I'm threatening him with my iPhone right now. It's, it's, it's not going to work. It's hovering above his head like the monolith in 2001. <laughs> I'm going to yank that from you. No. <laughs> it's not the new version. It's I'll crap now. It it's you. been antiquated thanks to June coming around. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, well. That, anyway, that was our blog, Osteri. If you guys have any comments for us, please mail them in to mail at channelmassive.com or send us a tweet oh, on our Twitter account at twitter.com slash channelmassive. Send us audio. Scott, we're talking to you. Yeah, we miss your... We, we already miss you. It's only been one episode and we miss you already. Yep. Definitely. So, come back. Heartless Gamer, we're still reading your crappy blog. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I thought Thanks his for saying you told like, us all so back in 2000. So, yeah. I told you so back in 2009, even though it's 2009. Yeah. Thank you, oh, wise prophet. Yes. Has been an actual emergency, you would have been notified where to tune in for further details. <gasps>